0: Good morning, everybody. Here's a question. Uh, Do you have a will? If you don't, you really should. November was make-a-will month, and just because the month has come and gone does not mean the discussion has to. It's funny we're talking about it because I've been having this discussion in recent weeks with my sister and brother-in-law. We all recently sat down, put together a will, made sure everything's in order in the event something were to happen. It's something you really should have, and you should talk to an expert about. So let's do that ourselves now. To talk about this, we're joined by Kimberly Cura, associate lawyer at Lerner's Law Firm. Thanks for your time today. Thanks for having me. This might sound obvious, but how important is it that people have a will?
1: It's extremely important. Um, if people don't have a will, then their estates are distributed according to the legislation. So the governing the governing legislation in Ontario is the Succession Law Reform Act, and it sets out all of the uh, stipulations that need to be followed. Um, when a person dies without a will or in our language, we call it when a person dies intestate. Um, so, for example, the estate of the person, all of their assets will need to be liquidated and distributed according to, as they say, those stipulations in the legislation. So if people care about certain properties, such as a cottage property, for example, or certain jewelry being passed on to certain people, um, if they care about um the, their estates being apportioned according to their own sort of um, um, preferences versus what's in the legislation, then it's definitely very important to stand with a lawyer and, and figure that out and, and have um, uh, robust estate planning in place.
0: What are the reasons you sometimes hear from people as to why they do not have
1: a will? Um, sometimes it's, it's the expense of, of seeing a lawyer, which we uh, certainly understand. Sometimes it's um, they assume that their estate is straightforward um, and that um, you know, sitting down and doing it is not necessary. Um, so, I mean, the the reality is sometimes the legislation or or the governing legislation does not um, align with what people's assumptions um, are about how their estate might be distributed upon their death. So, it's always best to check and 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 have that reviewed and have that conversation um, with a lawyer.
0: I would imagine sometimes people, you know, it's something you don't maybe necessarily like to think about or talk about, and so you put it in the back. But it's something you can't really ignore. What should people know about uh, making a will?
1: Um, well, one aspect, and I'm as by by way of background, I'm an estate litigation lawyer, so I deal with the fallout when things mm-hmm. go wrong with somebody's estate planning. And one of the bigger issues that I see is that um, parents tend to name all of their children as executors um, thinking and assuming that all of them will get along um, when they die. And that doesn't necessarily um, end up being the case. And there um, are cases where there's lots of fighting uh, between the executors um, and, and which can cause delay and undue expenses um, to the estate past death. So um, a good uh, consideration to have is, you know, do you really want to name all of your children or is there one person or a couple of people who would be better suited to um, managing your estate when you die?
0: That's interesting. L- listening uh, to that makes me think, you know, there's, there's the aspect of, you know, people making sure they have will, but also making sure it's up to date. And maybe you have one, but uh, you haven't looked at it or thought about it for, you know, a couple of years and the si- situations may have changed.
1: Definitely. So we always counsel um, our clients to review their estate planning after every major life event, whether that's um, marriage, divorce, um, birth of a child, uh, death of a child, uh, child being the age of majority, etc. All of these things um, should be triggering points for um, people to consider updating their estate planning, making sure it's, it reflects their most up-to-date intentions because as you you know, death is inevitable and we never know when it's coming. So um, having that planning in place is really um, important.
0: You mentioned, uh, you know, all the, all the children as an executor, what, you know, sort of uh, missteps uh, do you see people make that maybe they Uh, you might advise against just to make the whole process a little bit easier uh, for themselves?
1: Um, One thing I always say to clients is to communicate um, with their kids and, or or their beneficiaries, um, you know, clearly and consistently what they want to happen when they die. So, a lot of the times, even though um, all of the kids are named as, as executors, there may be disagreement about what Mom or Dad may or may not have wanted, um, and that can be cleared up by clearly communicating to your children exactly how you want your estate to be administered um, uh, you know after you die.
0: Do you hear from people sometimes after they you know they talk and they they put something together that it was easier than they thought or it wasn't as you know, you know, a- a- anxiety inducing or whatever. It's just feel different afterwards or they feel relieved afterwards uh, after it's all put together or.
1: I think relief, certainly the, the, the process when you're in the middle of it can be stressful because um, when you're sitting down with an estate planning lawyer, they'll want to know the ins and outs of your assets. If you have anything joint, if you have anything in the States, for example, how many beneficiaries, et cetera. Um While you're in, In in the process, it can be overwhelming, but I can guarantee that once it's over, it's a huge sigh of relief.
0: For anyone who's listening to this and saying, listen, you know, we should probably be putting together a will we've been putting it off, or maybe we should revisit it. What advice would you have for people to take that first step?
1: Um... So, first step I would say is some uh, reflection on uh, the the state of your assets. Maybe if you want to visit, you know, the financial institution where you have your assets, getting a good idea of where everything is and how everything is held. Um, And then from there, uh, I would advise to make an appointment with a lawyer and sit down and um, you know have have a conversation with them about. What your um, what your plans are and what your intentions are um, uh, for your estate planning, and 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 go from there.
0: And probably just you know to wrap. I mean, if you are without a will right now, you're not alone. I mean, I'm sure you encounter a lot of people who might be in that same situation.
1: No, absolutely. Um, and it's you know, ha- handwritten wills, entirely handwritten wills, and signed by a person are also valid in Ontario. Um, and then but, you know, the, the the prevailing advice is that even if you have one that's handwritten, have it looked at, have it reviewed by a lawyer make sure it's um, make sure it complies with the legislation and actually says what you want it to say, um, because um, valuable court time can be taken up um, by um, beneficiaries or estate trustees um, trying to get direction from the court as to what the person actually meant. So um, if, you have, if you have notes or if you have something written down, have it checked out, have it reviewed. Uh, and if you don't, um, it's, it's always a good idea to sit down with, with, with a lawyer and try to map that out.
0: It's good advice. Kimberly, I really appreciate the time today. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. That's Kimberly Cura, Associate Lawyer at Learners Law Firm. We need to pause. When we return, we'll have more of The Morning Show with Devin Peacock on 980 CFPL.